Hey y'all, welcome to Grace Grind and Growth, the podcast. I am your host, Deja Woodard. And as usual, I'm going to dive right into this episode. I'm going to title this episode, Being Fed Up. Being fed up, being fed up, being fed up. And I feel like this is something that everyone can um, kind of relate to just because we all have a point in our lives where we're just tired of the way things are. We're tired of being sick and tired. We're tired of feeling the way that we feel. We're tired of expressing the same emotions and not seeing any change. We're tired of looking at the same situation and tired of giving it energy, tired of feeding life into it, and tired of all these different things, regardless of what that situation is. So I feel like this is something that a lot of people don't really acknowledge, but I think that everybody experiences it, so I'm not really sure why. Um, so, in case you couldn't tell, I've been fed up before. Um, I just knew that I needed a change, and for me it's actually pretty recent and pretty kind of long-term, like it's been building um, for me. So I just want to acknowledge that everyone has their own checkpoint along their own journey where they get fed up and the cause is different for everyone. The, you know, the straw that breaks the camel's back is different for everyone and everyone handles that situation differently. But for me, I'm going to share my experience with you and maybe you'll see some similar connections between you and I, or maybe you'll be able to translate my experience into, um, your experience as in like, you know, compare and say, okay, well, this was what Deja experienced. This is my version of what Deja experienced. This is what it looks like in my life and so forth. So for me, I knew I was fed up when I was just, like I said, I was tired of being sick and tired. I was tired of looking at certain situations. I was tired of giving them my energy. I was tired at being mad or tired of from, um, being hurt or giving like certain people time that they didn't deserve. Um, for me, how I, I guess, responded to that was to isolate myself. I kind of withdrew from a lot of people, a lot of different situations, because personally, I am introverted, even if you don't agree with that, because some people may not when they see me, like, out and, you know, in class and at work or whatever, but I am introverted. I thrive off of my own presence. I kind of need that me time to get it together and, like, re-up, if you will, and I definitely like to pray and talk to God. That's a relationship where I've been spending a lot more time because I want that to that area of my life to grow and to continue to um, use me and things of that nature. Uh, something else that I do when I get fed up or when I'm reaching the point to where I'm fed up is I journal. I started trying to... Actually, I started journaling years ago, but I was never consistent. And I didn't really become consistent until, like, the end of high school. And even that was kind of only considered consistent because I kept it all in one place. Um, And now one of my goals is to be so consistent that I can, like, follow my, like, if my, um, five years from now, if I find a journal that I had, I can, like, follow my thoughts and my experiences and see differences through what I journal um so one of my goals is to be able to journal more often and you know be able to follow my thoughts and my experiences because even if you do journal journaling and consistently kind of doesn't help you reflect and maybe like give you a different perspective in the long run after journaling I would say for me I spent a lot of time with myself and that's different from isolation for me so isolation is kind of withdrawing from maybe things that cause you stress or situations that you shouldn't have been giving your energy to. But spending time with yourself is like 
learning what you like, teaching yourself um, new skills, new things, going on different experiences, putting yourself in new environments and in new settings, um, reaching out to people who maybe you don't necessarily get the opportunity to um, join like your presence with, but it's just something different. It's kind of like experimenting, if you will, like figuring it out by doing. So that action for me has been this entire summer. Like y'all know, I've had my hit list. My hit list has been on pause, and I'll tell you why in a minute. But, um, you know, I've had my hit list, and I've had certain goals and certain things that I've done. And it's really taught me a lot about myself and what I'm willing to take and what I'm um, willing to try and stuff like that. But it's also taught me, like, a lot of stuff that I didn't know about myself. Like, I don't even know where to start. Like, that I do not care for really large groups of people like and that's random and I don't know maybe I'll unpack that in a later episode but you know I've I've, I feel like it's just a great time to experience who you are like spend time with yourself take yourself on a date go go take some random trip do something that makes you uncomfortable so that you can figure out okay this is how I am under stress this is what like comes out of me under pressure this is um, what I produce when the factors are aligned with you know x y and z with that like i said um, you need to challenge yourself and unpack your emotions i learned that at leadership um which i'm pretty sure i mentioned in a previous episode maybe when i got back from leadership um but just find out the root of why like if you see something in yourself and you don't like it find out the root of why you do it or maybe why you um experience that feeling and acknowledge it like unpack it sit in it you know familiarize yourself with how this came to be and then like I always say adjust yourself accordingly um if you don't like it then change it if you can't change it then learn to like it um but I don't know I've definitely had that come up quite a few times with my summer so I'm learning to like a few things and learning not to let a few things bother me and I'm also in the midst of changing a few things that I don't care for and have the ability to change if you cannot tell, this episode is going to be fairly quick because I'm, you know, working on my time management skills and I can't just always come sit and record a podcast over and over. So I'm working on, you know, doing what I need to like right away, like just getting straight into it. Like I don't need a whole two hours to do a 20 minute podcast or like a whole hour to do a 20 minute podcast if it's even 20 minutes because there is no time limit. I just noticed that that's usually a max of what I do but in case you can't tell I can talk for days so next point (laughs) um when being fed up I think that you notice a lot about yourself and your environment um and when I say your environment I mean the people around you because when you're fed up the way people respond to you says a lot about you like do people check in on you do people um notice that maybe you've withdrawn yourself do people um try and cheer you up do people bring you flowers or do they um you know do whatever care looks like in your language so for some people like do they come visit you do they send you like paragraphs of text messages do they pop up at your door do they send you gifts like whatever the case may be um I think that along with that you have to realize what you gravitate towards when you're in a period of being fed up because like if you're if something's stressing you out what is your outlet like what do you feel like doing when you're stressed out what who do you want to be around when you're stressed out? Where where on earth do you want to be? Do you want to be in another city, in another country? Like, what moves, what flows your boat, you know? So, 
along with that, I think that it's important to notice that you can't always do stuff just because you've always done it. And when I say that, I mean, sometimes if you withdraw from people, you'll notice that, like, you stop doing a lot of things. Like, if I pull away from, I don't know, like, uh, I, don't, I can't even give y'all an example. But, like, say that I, what can I think of? I'm really drawing a blank here, y'all. Okay, so say that you enjoy doing something different than your friends or whatever, um, and you stop hanging around that group of friends, so you stop doing what they like. That just shows you that you only did it because you were close in proximity. If you continue to do stuff because you enjoy doing it, then that's different. But And there's nothing wrong with either, but it's more important to do things that you like and find um, your peace so that you're not reaching the point of being fed up. Um, what else would I say about being fed up? Think about where your mind goes. Like When you're fed up, or if you're fed up, um, and you have a period of isolation or you have time to think by yourself or be by yourself or enjoy your own company. Like I personally am a daydreamer. So I will be sitting in one place and I will mentally be somewhere completely different. But like, where does your mind wonder? What are you thinking about? What does it gravitate towards? Where um, can you see yourself? What's your happy place? Who's around you when you're in your happy place? Uh, what are y'all doing when y'all there? Like think about that stuff and work on making it a reality. Because you want to live in a happy place, a consistently happy place. So it's important to do so. Um, think about the person that you aspire to be. Do you want to react to certain situations differently? Do you want to um, hang with a different crowd? Do you want to have skills that none of the people around you have? How are they going to teach you? Like, you need to get yourself an envir- in an environment where you can learn those things. But, now to my main point, um, I just want to say, when you're fed up, you need a shift. S H I F just to clarify you need a shift and when that shift comes you feel it it's not like it doesn't have to be like world shaking it doesn't have to be catastrophic or whatnot but something inside you I think just clicks and for me that happened today (laughs) but there is a level of discomfort that comes with shift and when I say that I mean like sometimes like for me I'm a planner sometimes you cannot plan everything sometimes you don't have all the details um, you don't have, but when something shifts inside of you, you don't have to force anything. You don't have to put the pieces together. Like everything just aligns for you. You don't have to do like 10 times the amount of work. It just naturally falls in place for you. And it just begins work, begins to work itself out. Like things just start turning in your favor. Um, and I think that it's important to acknowledge that, like I always say, you can't decide when to give your words power. They always have power. Um, you have to acknowledge like, okay. I said something I shouldn't have and, you know, but this is what I'm saying in place of it. Like, um, this is what I'm speaking into my life. This is what I'm speaking over myself and my situation. And ironically, I went to church this morning and something the pastor said was, you have to declare it that your storm is over. And he was like, sometimes people aren't even in the storm. They just see the dust kicked up from drama and they declare that it's a storm. Like, you're in a storm that you shouldn't have been experiencing anyway. And he... Honestly, I don't know what side of the fence I was on with that, but either way, my storm is over, um, so to speak. And I just feel like a shift. Like the other day, for example, this is absolutely random, and I'm going to like wrap it up with this. But the other day, I was on my way to work. Today is Sunday, so this was on Thursday. I was on my way to work, and my car broke down. Like literally, um, I put gas in my car. Out of nowhere, my battery light came 
on when I turned the car back on. Um, then I went like up two blocks on the same street to an auto zone. And they were like, oh yeah, your battery's bad, but your alternator's bad too. And I was like, goodness gracious, like, dang, okay, whatever. Like, okay, I have to get it fixed. Um, and as I'm leaving AutoZone, I get like a block away and it just literally stops in the middle of traffic. And fortunately, you know, uh, I mean, it's summer and like, I'm still at school, physically at school, even though I'm not taking classes this summer session. But it was scary, you know, like being in a city with no family, all your, I mean, it's summer, so, like, everybody's pretty much home or in their own city and state for the summer. Um, fortunately, I did have four amazing strangers and my first college roommate to come to my rescue, so I can't thank God for that enough. Um, and I ended up putting my car in this parking lot of a gas station, and the owner of the gas station was super nice, super polite. Honestly, if that was going to happen, like, if that's a, if I had to experience that situation, it couldn't happen any better than it did. Um so that happened Thursday on my way to work. Luckily, my roommate, my college, my first college roommate um, was able to take me to work, even though she had to go to work herself. Um, and then one of my current roommates was able to pick me up and take me home. I was blessed for that. And then the next day, I had to take a lift to work. And um, one of my coworkers was able to take me home. But I skipped the very important part. Um, so my car broke down Thursday afternoon. and But by Friday morning, I had a new car, you know? Like, it was, it was almost as if it didn't even happen. Like, like nothing skipped a beat. Like, well, I won't say nothing because I didn't get, I got the car this morning. So that was awesome. Um, and I love it. It's amazing. And I'm so excited to have it. And, you know, like, just have all these experiences and make all these memories, like, you know, trips and go on different places with my friends and stuff like that. But I think, I really think that, like, this was my shift. Like, I felt like, I've been declaring so many things over the upcoming school year and over my life that this is just God saying, well, I won't say that because I feel, I feel that, um, this is just like a response to, um, my experiences. And I feel like this is aligning with the life that I've been speaking over myself. Um, I will say it was scary. I don't recommend, you know, breaking down in the middle of traffic. But it was something that made me uncomfortable. I didn't know what I was going to do. I hadn't been um, saving up for a car or anything like that. Um, and the car that I ended up getting was 14 years older than the car that I had. So 13, 14 years older than the car that I had. So it was very unexpected. It was very uncomfortable. It was very, um, you know, spur of the moment. It was very spontaneous. I definitely couldn't plan for that. But I'm glad that it happened the way that it did. Um and I don't know, I'm just excited to see where this leads me. Like, this is my shift. I'm in the phase of this um, episode of, like, being fed up and stuff. Like, I'm at the level of shifting. Like, I'm declaring that over myself. Like, my storm is over. And I think that it's important to remember that you can declare stuff over yourself, too. Um, sometimes it may not be instantaneous. And mine wasn't instantaneous because I have stories for days about cars, but that's another podcast episode but you know thank y'all for listening i will catch up with you all later please make sure you rate comment and subscribe bye y'all